This is an interview with um, Dr Chris West from the director of the UK Climate Impact Programme. So Chris, can you tell me a little bit about the UK Climate Impact Programme? The programme was set up uh, 11 years ago now um, to do one thing, that's to help decision makers across the country to deal with the unavoidable impacts of climate change. So straight away recognising that although we need to do a great deal to reduce the emissions of greenhouse gases and therefore limit climate change, we are committed to some change. Um, and as a matter of good management, we need to adapt to those changes. Now, since we were founded, we've, we've taken on the additional task of helping people to adapt. So although we don't do research, we facilitate research and we try and incorporate um, a stakeholder-led approach to research, um, but also we're trying to find out how we can help people adapt to climate change impacts. So you've talked a lot about the need for adaptation. Um, why do you think we need to adapt to climate change? Is this not acknowledging that climate change, you know, should we not be thinking about preventing climate change from happening rather than needing to adapt? Um, yes, there's, there's certainly there's a tension here that we, we must um, change the way that we manage our um, energy systems, if you like, to reduce our emissions, but recognise at the same time that because the lag in the climate system, we are getting some changes due to emissions that happened in the past. Um, and there's, a, there's a, a moral question here. We ought to be putting a great deal of effort into reducing our emissions um, to look after the whole world, to look after the future. But in addition, there's a, an issue of good management. We ought to make sure that this country is adapted to climate risks. So those are risks that will occur in the future but also risks that we're not managing properly at the moment. So can you tell me a little bit about the structure of UKSIP and what are the various teams and their functions? Okay, UKSIP is um, 15 people at the moment and we're organised into three teams that broadly we, we could call the, the, the science team, uh, the knowledge transfer team and the communications team. Um, and in, in practice, most of what we do has to involve all those teams because we're not in the business of just generating knowledge. We're in the business of helping people to use that knowledge. So it's, it's about combining science and how do you move that knowledge to people? How do you uh, understand what they need, what they don't understand, um, so that you can help them more effectively? And so it, it, it's science, it's knowledge transfer, and it's all communication as well. So who are the people that UKSIP work with, and are they all based in the UK? Well, the, our, our task given to us by our funders in DEFRA is to help the UK to adapt. But actually, we're, we're interested in what other countries are making of the same issue, um, and where we, we've uh, achieved things in the UK, it's very good to be able to show those off to other people, um, maybe as a warning, maybe a, as an example. So what is in store for UKSIP over the coming months? Well, the, the, the big one in, in the near future is in November, we're going to launch a, a new set of climate change scenarios um, based on modelling work that the Hadley Centre has done 
we're going to be able to offer for the first time um, probabilistic uh, projections of climate change. So perhaps easier to say what they're not. They're not forecasts. Um, as we move beyond a few days, the weather and climate system is so complex that we can't forecast. But we can, in general terms, provide projections that uh, give useful guidance about future conditions. Um, and for the first time, we've managed to quantify the uncertainty that's due to the, the huge simplification um, of the climate system as expressed in a mathematical model. So that instead of saying the temperature in Oxford in the summer in the 2050s may reach 34 degrees centigrade, we can say there's a likelihood that the change will be between four and five degrees centigrade, whatever it is, um, so that people have a little more knowledge about what the range of future conditions can be. And can you give an, a sort of um, actual example of one of your clients and, and who's used your scenarios and how they've used them? All right, I think perhaps the obvious one is the, um, the, the flooding issue, where because the UK is at a, an awkward position um, globally, that it's quite clear that southern Europe will be drier and northern Europe will be wetter, um, the UK is somewhere in between. And it's probably the, the distribution through the year of rainfall that will change. Um, so planners can use this for two things. Um, the extreme dry periods cause problems for water supply. Um, and so water companies are very interested in how frequently they will get what they call a severe drought, which starts to compromise their ability to deliver drinking water to everybody. And they need to know just how frequent those extreme droughts are going to be. Now, clearly they would like to have an absolute definitive answer, but they're not going to get that. But they need to have some guidance that gives them an indication of the range they're going to have to cope with, so the range of probabilities. Um, and they're already doing that. Um, and the new scenarios will give them better information on which to plan their water supply. That's great. Um, can I just ask finally, um, UK SIP seems like quite an unusual um, thing for a university to be doing. What, why is it important that you're part of Oxford University? I think two reasons really. First of all, we really depend on um, a huge research effort to understand not only what climate is doing, but also to understand how people deal with an issue like this. And so we really value um, that access to different sorts of scientists, um, both within the university and outside. The second thing I think that's very valuable is although we're funded by the government, we have a certain status and independence um, because we speak from a university and a lot of our stakeholders really value that independence. Excellent, thank you.